Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Gripping at my skin The walls of night closing around me One last sleepless night Until the other side can say Mr. Erskine, has your daughter, the lass who hurt Maggie, has she spent time in these fairy woods? Perhaps. Perhaps. Sir, what are you hiding from us? Because when I said that we don't have a child with us, you were happy. But as soon as I said, no, actually, I have a niece, things changed. Probably having this conversation... Maggie has been stirring from under the anaesthetic and she's tried pushing herself up off the table and is looking a bit woozy and then she looks around at the bunch of you and she seems to think that she can stand up and tries putting her feet down on the ground and then just, there is this thump as she collapses in an untidy heap down on the ground. Oh, whoopsie. My bad. Probably should have made sure she was secure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still standing by the door, and I'm obviously watching Maggie, but again, I'm not her mother. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, I see how it is, Ollie. (laughs) 
Mary's going to say, Maggie, and rush over to pick her up and check on her. And she's saying, Mommy, I, 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 I don't feel very well. Can, can we go home, Mommy? Can we go home? We'll go home soon, but we need to know what happened. Can you tell me what happened at the school? We, we were playing. We were playing. Lizzie said that that you know, we were going to we were going to dance she she said that we were going to dance and and she she grabbed my hands and she she spun me round and 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 something i want to go home mummy you've got to look at me you've got to tell me what happened finish your story she she puts one hand up to her shoulder and says uh, something Something went pop. Medically speaking, she is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Erskine, tell us what you know. What? What? what I, I don't know. What? What do you want to know? That my said my daughter is a, a, a special girl. Mr. Erskine, I don't care about your daughter anymore. <laughs> What's going on here? Look, if if you're if you're sensible, you, you'll pack up. You'll you'll leave this town. Just, but you shouldn't. You you, you shouldn't leave. Uh, oh, I don't know. I I I don't I don't know anymore. I don't know. I do find myself wondering, Mister Erskine. This little girl of yours doesn't speak at all to the other children. Left alone for a few moments with my granddaughter, she rips her arm out of the socket. I suppose the other children know not to play with her like that. And this seems like a good point to cut back over to Zeke. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And Bill starts writing up a prescription for Lizzie's aggression. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Zeke was digging away in the garden. And, yeah, the last... We saw he had just uncovered what appeared to be a disturbingly small human pelvis. Yes. So, I'm at three, which is like, eh, not crazy, but not not crazy. So Zeke is actually going to see if he can dig up whatever else is down there, however many bones it may be. Then, yeah, you you spend probably about an hour just digging and piecing this together, and you know the body's probably been buried here for a little while. And but you do piece it together, and it does seem to be the skeleton of a child. But what you find is when you make your way up to the head, the skull has been smashed in. Uh, there's just fragments there are pieces of it all over the place huh is that a good opportunity for an inside roll I guess so yeah <laughs> uh it's a two okay so you are oddly okay with this <laughs> I'm I'm strangely comfortable with that <laughs> do I know where everyone else went? Uh, well, I mean, you know that Mary was going off to the school. You believe that Bill was probably going to the doctor's surgery, but may have gone off to uh, Dr. Boswell's house. 
I think I'm going to set off to go find someone else from the family. Okay. You, you, you sort of traipse your way through town. I mean, you're covered in, in mud at this stage from having been there on your hands and knees digging through all this. And probably looking quite ashen. You're maybe in a, a, a slightly dissociated state as so you're wandering <laughs> through the town. Still carrying a garden hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you do, you know, as, as you make your way down to the doctor's surgery, I mean, the door is ajar there and you can hear, you know, the sound of, of voices in there. You recognize, um, you know, Ollie and, and Bill and Mary's voices in there. Okay, I walk in and I say, Ollie, I need to speak with you, please. You, you notice that there is something just poking out of the turn-up of his you know, work trousers. Something white and sharp just seems to be sticking out. Everything all right, Zeke? Uh, if you could come in the hallway here, I would appreciate discussing something with you. All right, then. I'll, I'll head on out. He comes out, and I, I tell him... Uh, Ollie, um, I was I was looking around the grounds and and I I did a little bit of digging and I mean I found this. I'm assuming what was in my belt was one of the bone fragments. When you go down and look in the turn up, yeah, you can see that somehow yeah one of the finger bones just found its way in there. Oh, I didn't even know it was there. Cool. There is the body of a child that I have discovered on our property. Do I know how long ago? No. Oh, you could give me a d6 roll to try to work this out. A four? From the state of the bones, from the fact that they yellowed and, you know, everything had rotted away, that, you know, they'd all separated... You reckon that body's been there for quite a long time, I mean, certainly years. Hold on. Hold on, Zeke. I'll walk back into the room. Mr. Erskine. What happened to your daughter? What do you mean? What happened to her? She... And she's not... Quite the girl she was. I, I don't know what to tell you. Because, sir, I remember you telling me, this is your words, that uh, the farm, our farm, isn't a great place for children. So, spits, spits some uh, chew out. <laughs> <laughs> That he brought with him from America. <laughs> from New Mexico. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what, spitting into the same chamber pot that you vomited <laughs> in the world? Uh, where else would I spit? <laughs> he retrieved the chew from that pot just a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Why would, I, why would I waste good chew? Oh, God, it's the bathroom scenes from train spotting all over again. <laughs> Sir, these are your words. Why exactly is it dangerous for children there? It's... The fairies 
I mean, the, the, the little people in there, they like the children. Hmm. Zeke, you come on in here for a second. I'd like you to meet somebody. Uh, and Zeke walks in just looking a total mess. Mr. Erskine, this is my, uh, my brother-in-law, Zeke. Yes, uh, how do you do? What exactly did you just find? Would you, would you care to tell Mr. Erskine for me? There's the body of someone buried on our property. I don't know who it was. I was hoping we could maybe discuss this in private, but <laughs> Mr. Erskine, if you have any thoughts on this. No, Zeke, Mr. Erskine knows a lot about this town. No, that's terrible. That, that, that's terrible. A body, you're saying. You, you, you found a body. Uh, look, we, we've we've got to talk to the police. We've got to talk to, you know, let, let's, let's find the constable and, and talk to him. I, this, if there's bodies involved, this is terrible. Yes, I believe we should get the uh, police involved. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Erskine is just walking out of the surgery. Hmm. I don't know this guy from Adam, so if I don't know if y'all want to <laughs> stop him or not. <laughs> I mean, I'm standing in the doorway. Well, unless you're physically stopping him, he's just kind of shoving past you and going out. Don't ask Will if he's maybe physically stopping him. <laughs> I'm not, but I want to say, Mr. Erskine, can ask you again. What happened to your daughter? Hey, hey, look, I, I, I need to find the constable. I need to find the constable, and he's just walking out onto the street. Well, I'm going with him. Okay. I am interested in finding the constable as well, because there's a dead body on our property, and I'm going to react like a person and say, <laughs> I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll follow I'll follow, Ms. I'll follow Zeke. I am very suspicious of Mr. Erskine. Just because everything he's telling me, it isn't, it isn't adding up. Does Bill overhear enough to connect the name Erskine to the records he saw earlier? There wasn't too much about Callum Erskine, the, the father. There was quite a lot of stuff about Moira, about her having uh, some kind of nervous ailment, and he's basically been prescribing her laudanum. Laudanum? I'm familiar with the stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How much of that conversation that just happened is Bill privy to? Well, I think actually all of it. Um, you know, the, the, the doctor's surgery isn't large, and I don't think anyone had shut any doors, so you'd be pretty hard-pressed not to hear all that. Okay. Maddie, bring Maggie along. We need to chase these boys down. I need to know more about the skeleton Zeke found. We'll wait here at the surgery. Maggie isn't leaving here yet. She's just starting to come around. With all that's happening, Maddie, I'd feel better if we stick together. The constable's house might be the safest place for all of us right now. We need to let Maggie rest. Whatever you do, Maddie, whatever you do, don't go back to the house without us. There's something going on here, and I don't like it. We need to figure it out before we go back there. Of course, we'll wait for you here. And where are the rest of us heading, then? Where, where Mr. Erskine is leading you to is basically just someone's house. He knocks on the door and says, uh, Alec, are you home? 
seconds. After a few seconds, the door opens, and there's a, a middle-aged man, slightly overweight, uh, with with thick whiskers, who who opens the door. And he, he's sort of dressed in a police uniform. It, it's not quite done all the way up yet. Yeah, he opens the door and, uh, oh, what is it, Callum? Uh, and he looks round at alarm at the rest of you. Is, has something happened? Yes, something something has happened. We have discovered the body of a child on our property. Uh, and I need you to come take a look straight away. By the way, seeing as you're there in the doorway talking to him, give me a roll just to see whether you notice something. Uh, that's a six. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> right. You see, standing in the back, I mean, the, the, this is a fairly small house, and there's basically just a single room on the ground floor that's got a, a hearth and uh, a table with a couple of chairs. And you can see that standing behind the constable is a little girl. She's standing there. I mean, she's, she's wearing... Yeah, you know, a, a fairly tatty, faded-looking dress. And she's standing there just basically staring at the wall. And as the the sounds come from outside, uh, she looks around, and there's something about the way her neck bends that you really don't like. And as the light catches her eyes, the way that they're reflected in the eyes, that it's just wrong. Yeah, you know, human eyes don't, reflect like that there's there's you know they they almost seem white for a moment and i think that's a good time for an insight roll sure uh that is a four am i trying to roll above or below my number uh you want to roll below so i did not so your insight goes up by one okay i'm at four now so basically, at this stage, you know, you are coming unraveled. I mean, it's it's up to you how yes. you play this, but you are <laughs> not holding your shit together well at all right now. I actually make an audible noise, kind of a nah, and take a step backwards out of the door, just reflexively. I'm not trying to be rude, but I am also unnerved by kind of everything. Well, I, I think as this is you know, a pure reflex, and you're, you're not in full control. I, you not only step back, but there's there's cobblestones out there. It's an uneven surface, and you you just trip over, and you can fall heavily on the ground. I mean, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, everyone else can hear Zeke just cry out, and he's he's just sitting there, his his eyes wide with terror, just panting. What's wrong, Boyo? Zeke, what the hell's wrong with you? That that girl. Did you see that girl? Can I look and see the girl? The the constable steps forward at this stage. I, he's doing up his, the buttons of his coat, and he's he's stepping out and closing the door behind him and says, Well, if there, if there are problems at the farm, we'd better get going now. And the door clicks behind him. Zeke has also taken a considerably large swig out of his jacket pocket. <laughs> when some might call it a chug. What about the girl, Zeke? You're pale as a ghost, lad. There was a girl in there. Did you see the girl? I didn't notice a girl. She had her eyes. She had the eyes. 
Zeke, I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I am uh, now sort of scrambling backwards away from the constable. And is Erskine still lurking around? Yeah, uh, Erskine is still looking very uncomfortable with the situation. And, you know, the constable says, oh, look, don't mind that. That's Annie. She'll, she'll be all right in the house. You know, we, we need to deal with your situation at the farm, don't we? Let's, let's, let's go and see what you've dug up. Let's go to the farm, then. We've just taken up at Linty Farm. I trust you know it. What do you say, then, Zeke? Zeke is, is caught in a world of not particularly wanting to be with the constable, but definitely not staying at that house where that girl is. Mr. Erskine, if you wouldn't mind tacking along, I would, I would appreciate I, I don't know what I can do for you at this stage. I Look, I, I have a shop to run. You have the constable with you now. If you need to speak to me later, you know where to find me. Let the man go, Ali, so he doesn't have to interact with another NPC. That can be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Said the other GM on this call. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Leaving Maddie and Maggie alone with all that's happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, well, that's a good point. Let's let's cut back to Mary and Maggie back at the surgery. As soon as the others have gone, I mean, Maggie seems a bit revived. I mean, she seems to be coming out from under the ether. And uh, she, she's slowly coming back to her own self. But... At the same time, she also seems very distracted. She keeps looking around, uh, keeps looking at the the corners of the room, and and into the shadows. And she, she seems really quite jumpy. What are you looking at, Maggie? Can you hear them? Hear who? I don't hear anyone. I thought I heard them singing. Who? The fairies. Sweetie, what are you talking about? Who are the fairies? The fairies. I, I, I heard them, and she, again, she she looks at the uh, the corner behind you, uh, and, and her face just breaks into a big grin. There's no one there, Maggie. Did you look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're sure there's nothing there, right? I mean, there's there can't be anything there. Okay, I'm gonna turn and look. And and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the corner does seem very dark. And and just for a moment, yeah, I mean there, maybe there's something moving in the shadow there. It's I mean it's probably just a mouse. Push the roll. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I heard that in my head right before you said it. Push the roll. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's going to investigate that corner to be sure that it's nothing. Do I need to roll to do that? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If if you want to, yeah, head over to the corner and take a look. He sounded skeptical. I rolled a three. Yeah, there, I mean, there's there's something wrong here. I knew there there shouldn't really be a shadow here, and it's 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 bigger than it should be, and. And it seems so much deeper. And, and yeah, you, you can see perhaps, I don't know, the glint of something in there. 
I'm going to keep walking toward the corner. Yeah. Okay. You keep walking towards it, and yeah, the shadow. Yeah, I mean that's that's not just the corner anymore. I mean you 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 walk into the shadow, and and you're not quite sure where the shadow stops, and then just you know, I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, Maggie kind of gives an excited giggle and and runs past you, and just yeah, runs into the corner, and she's you, you can see her kind of getting smaller as she's moving away from you into the corner of the room. Maggie, where are you going? Stop. And, and and she seems to be getting further and further away. It's almost like watching her shrink. Just into this, this kind of, I mean, the, the shadow, you know, when you looked at it from across the room, only looked like it was a couple of feet across. And now, you know, it's like looking down a telescope towards her. You know, down the wrong end of a telescope. She's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, and, and she's, she's giggling happily. Um, I think this calls for an inside roll. Yikes. I rolled a five. Okay, uh, so your insight was... My insight was four. <laughs> so so it's, it's now five. All right, you are almost crazy. Cool, 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 cool. You are teetering on the edge as you, as you watch your daughter run into this tiny shadow on the corner of the room and start disappearing out of sight. I'm going to run after her. Okay, so so you're following her. You're running into the darkness, into this this tunnel. Uh, you, you can see there's kind of wooden struts all around you. These, you know, kind of strangely angled bits of wood, and and you can see that there are corridors or passages stretching down in in other directions. Yeah, you, know, you catch just a glimpse as if you're looking out of the corner of another room into someone's house, and you you look down you know, another side, and you you catch a glimpse of this abandoned house that is just filled with this crazy woodwork. But yeah, you know, Maggie's just running straight ahead away from you, and if you're keeping up with her, I, she runs out and runs, and this this. Yeah, there's now wood all around you. These sort of crazy angles of planks and and boards, and, and not just boards, but you know, like branches, like some kind of almost nightmarish funnel web, just going down. And it, it suddenly it just opens up into this dusty, cobweb-filled, rank, malodorous wooden cabin. Yeah, Maggie just runs straight out into it, and you can see a few things. That there's, you know, a pile of rags or something on the ground, a pile of sticks and rags just in one corner. But there's a man sitting on the ground just beside this this pile of rags. He he seemed to be playing, oh, at least fiddling with with what looked like a bowl on the ground, just rocking it backwards and forwards. But as you as you know, as first of all Maggie, and then you come through, he he, he looks up at you, over, you know, across the room in alarm, and reaches over and grabs this rusty shotgun off the ground and lifts it up. <laughs> what are you doing in here? And this is a good point, I think, to cut back to the others. <laughs> Yeah, right before she dies, <laughs> let's just check in. <laughs> Ought we stop by the surgery to pick them up? So, the rest of you, you know, with the police constable in tow, go back to the surgery, and there's no one there. 
I told them to wait right here. We weren't gone very long. Why would they leave? They don't know this town at all. Where would they go? I'm gonna look to see if there's any like evidence of them leaving. It was it was dusty, wasn't it? Are there are there footprints going in? Are there foot? How many footprints are coming out? Yeah, like, give me a, give me a d6 roll and see how you do. It's a four. Yeah, the, the most recent set of footprints in the dust. Yeah, both Maggie's and Mary's just seem to walk up to a corner and then just stop there. So there's no child child size footprints leaving the room. They're just going to a corner. Yep. Seem to go one way. And that's that. Y'all, they're just they're in the corner. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I say where. Where are my wife and daughter? They were they were just here. I'm surprised we didn't cross paths with them on our way back here. No, Bill, they didn't leave. There's there's no footprints leaving unless unless she carried her out. They they didn't leave. Listen, Ollie, how is that possible? There's no one here, lad. I turn to the constable, who I don't actually know, and I say, What is going on in this town? Where is my wife and daughter? Yeah, he looks at the footprints heading over to the corner, and, yeah, his face looks grave for a moment. And, yeah, he he sighs, and, well, I'm, I'm not sure what can be done now. Yes, I... What can be done about what? What are you on about? I really don't know, sir. Uh, I've only seen something like this once before. Over at the old Wayne house. Is that our house? No, that's Batman's house. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stately <laughs> Wayne Manor. <laughs> oh, what, what did you see? What did you see there, Constable? He... He did some very strange things that I... I don't understand, and he... He found ways of, of making corners that weren't corners. You mean walls? Does anybody have an intermediate calculus book? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You'd have to see it to understand, but... He... I think he spent too long in the woods and he learnt he learnt secrets that no man should ever know. Where are my wife and daughter? <sighs> they could be anywhere, sir. They could be anywhere. Without another word, Zeke takes off back for the house. Okay. And what's everyone else doing? Bill's not sure how everyone is jumping to conclusions based on these footprints. So he's going to take one close look at those. Yeah. The footprints heading into the corner. And then he's going to follow Zeke. Well, the only way that you'll get anything out of this is just purely rolling your inside die just to try to understand <laughs> what happened to but you. But I already have an inside of four. Yeah, it's Do up it. to you. Do it. All right, I can't resist peer pressure, and Bill can't resist proving he's right. So Bill's going to walk into that M.C. Escher corner. <laughs> uh, oh, I rolled a two. 
Okay. Well, yeah, just for a moment. Yeah, you... You look at this corner, and... You know how sometimes if you look at, uh, you know, a three-dimensional object, like a corner, you know, it suddenly can reverse, you know, you can sort of see what seems to be something, something that, that is pointing inwards, pointing outwards. Well, it's sort of like that, except it's moving through another dimension that you can't quite get your head around, and just for a moment, yeah, you can sort of see how... Yeah, this isn't a corner, this is a doorway of some kind, but then just, you know, it is gone straight out of your head. You have that moment of, of near understanding. Um, and you do have to make an inside roll, I'm afraid. Need another two. And it's a five, shit. My insight, I was a four. Yeah, well, you're a five now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I immediately try to reduce my insight now that I'm five, or is that something I should wait to do? Yeah, I mean, it's up to you. I and mean, if, if there's any evidence you think you can start destroying uh, to cover up the traces of what is driving you mad, <laughs> you can start any time you want. I'd like for Bill to pick up the largest surgical implement he can find <laughs> lying around and just start bashing the corner with it. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, when they, a large they... surgical implement. I'm trying to picture what that looks like. <laughs> it's an oversized novelty scalpel. <laughs> well, there's there's probably one of those little hammers you use for testing reflexes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take you a while, but yeah, you you can. <laughs> yeah, it's like Shawshank Redemption. I'm just playing the long game, chipping away at this corner. I, I mean, if you spend a while doing this, you get to make another insight roll then. And if you roll uh, under your resisting insight, it goes down by one. Okay. I'm just watching Bill do this. <laughs> yeah. Ollie's taking video. Is, wait, is the constable going with Zeke, or is Zeke already left, and then we've just been here for like an hour just watching Bill do this? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just you and the constable watching Bill freak out at the corner. <laughs> I did roll a four, so it's under my number. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, then your your insight goes down to, to four. Constable, what's your name again, sir? Uh, sorry, I'm PC Thorburn. Mr. Th Mr. Thorburn, have you ever seen anything like what's going on around here? With that reflex hammer, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, even though, you know, Bill is obviously in a fugue state at the moment. I mean, you know, the, the name Thorburn, I mean, you do recognize that as one of the names that had the pages ripped out from after it in the, the ledges. Oh, Alec Thorburn. Yeah. Bill looks up from his hammering momentarily. Did you say Thorburn? I, I, I yeah, yeah, PC Thorburn. You spent some time here with Dr. Boswell. You and your family. I saw your name in his records. Well, everyone in town has. He's the, he was the village doctor. You see, some pages are missing. I've gone American Southerner. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm picturing you having this calm conversation while still whacking the fuck out of the plaster in this court. <laughs> we decided that once you've gained some sanity back, you've still lost control of your accent permanently. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
Mr. Thorburn, there were some pages missing from your file in Boswell's record. Uh, what do you know about it? I think as you are, you know, effectively interrogating him here, I'm, well, you know, waving this hammer around in a rather mad manner. Yeah, I, I'll let you make a roll for this, and uh, this is going to be an opposed roll, so I shall roll against you for this. Okay. Roll high, Cup. Uh, it's a one. I rolled a six. <laughs> that's, that's not high. Does, does that mean that your guy goes crazy? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> He says, you'd have to ask the doctor about that. I, I, I don't know. He He's the one who keeps the records. Correction. I am the doctor now. <laughs> I am the captain now. I'm sure you are, sir, he says as he watches you hammer the corner again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of, yes, of course you are. <laughs> the corner's reflexes are fine, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> Since I lost the opposed roll, do I need to just be satisfied by that? Or can I do the re-roll thing? Yeah, I mean, if you roll your inside die. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Push it. I rolled a six. I wanted a five, though. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, the, I can't possibly beat that then. And I rolled a two anyway, which is a bit shit. So, um, so was it your your inside die that came up a six then? Yes. Uh, so you need to make an inside roll. Okay, so the six isn't bad for me. Not yet. Oh, well, not yet. yet. But, uh, <laughs> but it's ripe with potential. Okay. <laughs> That's one way to say it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I rolled another six. <laughs> Fantastic. So your insight is back up to five. As, as you are still hammering away at the corner. <laughs> I, I love that you, like, sobered up just long enough to ask him one more question and then went right back crazy again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're now working your way at the floorboards. You've made quite a nice big hole there. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, PC Thorburn, I mean, he, he... He looks very serious for a moment and says, I suppose then Dr. Boswell must have been doing me a kindness as he's done for for so many people here and and removed the records for Annie. Annie? Annie, my daughter, or, well, what I call my daughter. Why would he remove the records for your daughter? And was your daughter? These these things just aren't making sense, sir. Please spare console some explanation. <sighs> it's 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 so hard to explain i it's going to sound mad if i tell you um but can't be madder than watching my dad hammer the corner <laughs> yeah that is a fair point um <laughs> you're right that might sound crazy <laughs> he says he looks at you very very seriously i mean he's he's looking at, at ollie obviously is Bill is, you know, getting stuck into the corner again. I'm prying up a floorboard with a tongue depressor. <laughs> uh, he, he looks very seriously at, at Ollie and says, uh, Have you ever heard the stories about changelings? Are they the same ones about fairies? 
Yes, sort of. Uh, there are old stories, old stories with fairies that that they they take your your children away, they take your babies away, and they they leave something else in their place, something that's not human. Something that's not human. What is that? My, my Annie, my Annie. She. They they took her. They took her. Fifteen years ago, they took her, and what's come back to me? I mean, it's not my Annie. It looks like her. It has her face. It knows some of the things that she did, but it's it's not my Annie. It's not, and <sighs> I I still look after her, and it still looks like her, and I mean on a. On a good day, I can tell myself that it is Annie. But it's not. Bill. We need to get out of here. <laughs> is Bill uh, sane enough to hear that? Up, up to you. Okay, do I need to destroy something else to make this work? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of doing a little damage to the constable, if possible. <laughs> 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 He's the evidence. Uh, so, so what are, are you? Are you now going to switch from hammering the corner to hammering the constable? <laughs> I just wanted to cut him a little bit, if I could. Um. Okay. Uh. I that doesn't really qualify as destroying the evidence. Okay. I think if you wanted to cover up the horrible things you are hearing here and deny them, you know, deny the reality of them, deny them to yourself. You'd really have to kill him. Oh, okay. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> would it be adequate for me to destroy the ledgers? Yeah, you could. You could, <laughs> you could certainly destroy. Well, I think you'd have to destroy all the records, wouldn't you? It's time to set another building on fire. <laughs> okay, Bill's going to open up all the ether that he can find and start spreading it around in the records room, and then get some sort of open flame going. Maybe there's a matchbook in his coat pocket from. The lantern the previous night. Can I stop him? <laughs> you can try to roll for me to fail. I'm watching him try to set fire to a building, and I'm still pretty sane. I'm at three. Yeah. This doesn't seem like something I would just let go. <laughs> I, I think not just that, but he is setting fire to a building that you were in while being watched by a police officer. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of reasons to stop him. In Bill's defense, he's not really trying to burn down the building. He's just trying to destroy the records, and this seems efficient. So so I'm sort of picturing Bill getting up. You know, stop me if you if you want to contradict this, but I'm picturing Bill getting up, sort of dropping the hammer on what's left of the floor around the corner, walking over, picking up a bottle of ether, and then, you know, probably very calmly going over to the records office and splashing it round. That's right. I want to get that ether near anything that looks like paper. It, it, does this look normal to me? No, no, it looks it looks so very okay. very far from normal. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Dad, this is this is time. I, I think it's time we go. I think it's time we go, and I'm pulling him out the door. We've got to do this, lad. It's the only way to make things right. 
no, 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 we don't. Let's 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 get out of here. Uh, let's uh, put the ether down and let's. I'm like grabbing his arms and like. <laughs> Can I compete with Ollie to make sure Bill's able to complete this destruction of the evidence? Ah, uh, yeah, this is an opposed roll then. So each of you roll a d6. Got a two. I got a three. Okay, so so you're trying to do this. You're trying to stop him, but he's pushing you back, and there's now ether everywhere. The air is so <laughs> full of it that you're beginning to feel groggy just from the fumes. Mr. Thompson, can you can you come help me out over here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, PC Thorburn has Thorburn. seen enough people around here lose their shit that he is just getting out of here. <laughs> uh, he, he he can see what's happening, and he wants no part of this. He is just leaving the surgery and leaving you to it. Thorburn. Th- uh, okay. Well, um, I love the I love the idea of yep. Seen this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the if best. If I can't stop this, I mean, I'm basically like, like, just I'm trying my best to stop it, but it's, it's. I guess he's just fighting through me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's, it's hard to back. stop a human being from doing what they want, no matter yeah. how old or young they are. Yeah. So he has got ether everywhere, and I assume what you're you're going for your matches to set it all off. Yeah. Hopefully, there's not too much ether on Bill's clothing, but he's ready to light it up. <laughs> I am diving at him, trying to stop this. The the matches. You already lost that roll. Okay, well, you can have one last opposed roll here to see whether you can get the matches off him before all of this goes boom. <laughs> oh, God, I rolled a one. That's a two. Can I roll to make Will fail at this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If that doesn't work, can I roll two because I want him to fail as well? Be my guest. <laughs> I very much would like Will to fail. I I I, I think that seems fair. <laughs> okay. Will, I just rolled a four. Go ahead and burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline of this podcast. Just go ahead and burn it down. <laughs> so let's say let's say I get it for a second and then I trip. Yeah. You do not want to trip in this room. <laughs> well, I think then I want a D6 roll off each of you because it's not just the fact that there's ether over everything here, but it's the fumes in the air. I mean, this is explosive, so I think in order to get out of here without being set on fire yourselves... I got a five. I rolled a three. And I think it would be interesting if both of you failed, so I'm going to roll against you. <laughs> Please do. I am. I am all for that. So I'm going to roll against Ollie at first. Uh, that's a one, so Ollie's getting out. Oh, boy. Now, Bill. That's a five. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> so Ollie dives outside, and but, yeah, he can see silhouetted in the doorway, just this match striking, and then the air catching fire all around his father. His hair is catching on fire. His clothing is catching on fire. Can Bill try to roll into that corner? Uh, well, I mean, Bill might have been able to go into that corner if he hadn't destroyed it. <laughs> oh, true. I'm going to go and try to stop that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go and... You go on, Ollie. I'll be fine. <laughs> You're going back in? I'm not going to watch my father die. Oh, well, g- give me a roll then to see whether you can track him out. And again, I think it'd be interesting if he failed, so I'm going to roll against you. 
That's a one. I'm gonna try again. Oh, you, you'll have to roll your inside die. So roll two dice and make sure you know which one is your inside die. Insight's first one. God damn it, six. And the first, <laughs> the next one is also a six. Hey. Oh, okay. So you don't actually have to make an inside roll because they're tied there, and I can't beat that, so I won't bother rolling against you. Oh, actually, no, I can equal it uh, and force a re-roll, but I didn't. So, yeah, you grab your father. Uh, he, you know, his skin is burnt at this stage, his clothing is smoldering, his eyebrows are gone, his hair is just crispy, but you drag him out of the conflagration. What in the hell do you think you're doing? So glad that you brought that back out. Like, he's going to live. It's 1890. <laughs> what in the hell do you think you're doing? I sound like Shaggy. <laughs> what in the hell? What in the hell, Scoob? <laughs> I tried, boy. I tried. We need to get the bob. We need to get the bob. But let's, I mean, after all that, let's see whether you actually recover any insight from that. <laughs> so, uh, can, can Bill give me an insight roll, please, just to see whether you recover? <laughs> very, very gingerly, I'm going to roll insight. I got a goddamn six. <laughs> so you no. set yourself on fire and it didn't help. <laughs> no, it didn't. Not one bit. <laughs> so the doctor the doctor's surgery is burning away merrily i mean it's a stone building so it won't burn down does anybody care yeah there are now a number of the townsfolk <laughs> who are coming out those who are at home and not out working and yeah they, they, fairly quickly they organize a bucket brigade and start getting buckets of water and passing them up and you know in time they do manage to put the fire out the building itself, you know, doesn't collapse. I mean, it's a sandstone block building, so, you know, the, the structure itself is solid. But, yeah, all the all the materials in the surgery, all the medicines that were in there, the tools, the records... The things that might have helped a burn victim. Yeah. <laughs> all of those are just completely gone now. And Ollie, Ollie knowing that Mary and... I know that they didn't leave. Well, actually, that's a good point. Let's cut back to Mary and Maggie and see what's going on. You know, you had run through a corner, ended up in this strange wooden shack where there was a man playing with a bowl sitting beside a pile of rags. He looks rather wild. His, his, his hair is straggly. He's got uh, an unkempt beard. Uh, his eyes are, are wide and fairly bloodshot. He's He's wearing the remains of tweed clothing that are, you know, just filthy and tattered. You know, like I say, the shotgun that he's pointing at you looks rusty. And, yeah, he was saying, What are you doing in here? Maggie has sort of dropped to her knees and is looking at the, the pile of rags on the ground. And for a moment she, she looks confused and then you can see her mouth breaks open in a grin as... She sees the main rag down on the ground. It's very faded and it's filthy. But it looks like a child's red coat. Look, I'm not here to hurt or bother you. I just need to get my daughter and take her home. Who, who, who are you? What are you doing here? You know, Maggie is you know, cheerfully looking down at the, uh, this and 
Maeve? Maeve? The man is is looking over in you know, some alarm. You can see that the the bowl that he had on the ground, or what what you saw was the bowl. I mean, you just see it out of the corner of his eyes. That's that's not a bowl. Yeah, or at least yes, it doesn't look like one. It's not right. But there's also the shotgun. There's there's very much the shotgun. <laughs> there's very much a shotgun. It just occurred to me that I may have burned down their only exit. <laughs> you, you burned down the wardrobe and now they're stuck in Narnia. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. My name is Mary and that's my daughter Maggie. I don't know what's going on. I won't tell anyone about this place. I just want to get my daughter and get out of your way. Does she does she know Maeve? Is she is she is she one of Maeve's little friends? I don't know. We just moved here. And yeah, it, yeah. Maggie looks around at you, and she, you know, she she's grinning and nodding. And Maeve, yeah, Maeve, Maeve, my, my friend, Maeve. Maggie, we need to get you out of here, baby. Let's go. I'm sorry if we bothered you, Mister. From outside the shack, you hear that <laughs> sound again. <sighs> Fucking Maeve. <laughs> if he's distracted by the laugh, can I try to wrangle the shotgun away from him? Oh, that's a bold oh, move. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, then that would be an opposed role, and this could Channeling be some Ellie here. This could be a fe- this could be very, very dangerous. Uh, let's do it. She's also a five, so she's not thinking straight here. <laughs> I rolled a two. I rolled a four. Yikes. Okay. Oh, no. So, you jump at, at this man who's holding the shotgun, and all of a sudden there is this almighty explosion. It deafens you. Uh, you can feel just burning pain across the side of your face and your shoulder. It's it's like being punched and burnt all at once, and yeah, just with that, I mean, you you stagger for a moment, you know, just clutching on. Now you can see, you know, Maggie out of the corner of your eye, screaming in terror. You can see the man look horrified at what he's done, looking at you, and you know, you can feel the the blood just running down, soaking into your dress, and just with that, you know, reaching out for Maggie, reaching out for her, everything goes black. Well, that's terrible. We'll come back to you later. Okay. <laughs> Can you stop dying, Alex? <laughs> yeah. You can't be the first one out on every show. <laughs> Dying's the only way I know how to live, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Zeke was running back towards the house. Is that right? Right. Okay. Zeke is a little scattered by this, but he has pieced together like there's a lot of things flying around in his head and he's having difficulty holding on to all of them because he's losing a little bit of grip. But he's decided in his head that this whole thing is linked to what was going on in the woods and he is just going to the woods. Okay. So, yeah. He's not even stopping at the house, just running into the woods to find his daughter and his wife. So, yeah, you, you, you run. You run into the woods. 
and it's yeah i everything again is is this deathly quiet everything is wrong and yeah almost immediately i mean you're you're not sure where you are you're not sure if it's day or night i mean you're not sure how much time is passing outside i mean it's yeah maybe it's got dark again or maybe it's just the thick canopy of trees and you can hear yeah there is there is a wind blowing now between the branches of the trees and some of them rattling and there's this odd buzzing sound that's that's you know that the, the, the trees are making you, you you can see the lights moving between the tree branches again as as the wind picks up and whips up some of the pine needles from the ground just stinging your eye whipping it stinging your skin and and you yeah which way did he come in was it back there are you, are you running back towards where you came in I, that that tree that tree over there with the mark on it that's the one you just passed a moment ago but you didn't turn around and the the tree branches are now yeah, they, they're, they're they're whipping around up above, and you can hear that buzzing. And there's more of the lights around, and just again that that sound of the girls' laughter echoing in here, and and yeah, you know, you're staggering around. Don't and give me a roll. Uh, okay, a roll is a six. Fantastic. <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> and 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 so somehow against the odds. You, you stagger out and you come into this clearing in the woods and suddenly all the wind just dies down and you're in a large clearing in the trees. There is this kind of ring of toadstools in the center of the clearing. There's this perfect ring of toadstools and they're, they're, they're these large fleshy things dripping strange liquid and you can smell an unpleasant smell coming from them. Uh, There's a a sort of faint purple glow that's coming up through the bottom of them. But what perhaps seems even more important at this stage, you know, you can see the bright sun above you now, brighter than when you came in, and there, sitting against the tree on the edge of the clearing on the far side, you can see Maggie. She's sitting there, just sitting against the tree and leaning back against it, her eyes closed, and there's a, a, a little trickle of blood running down her face. I run straight for Maggie. Okay. You go over, and, and yeah, I mean, she's there on the ground, and she's, she looks pale, she looks bloodless. There is just this sticky blood on her face, and she, she's sitting there just ever so still. I say, Maggie, Maggie, are you awake? Are you okay? She doesn't respond. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. <laughs> Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. Uh, <laughs> this entire episode has just been leading up to that moment. <laughs> yeah. I yell out for Mary to see if she is around because I was convinced they were still together. No answer. And, and Maggie is still sitting there, just absolutely still and unmoving. Okay, I pick up Maggie and 
as, as, as you grab her and move her slightly, there is this sort of wet, slight, you know, slight noise of suction, like, you know, that noise that you make when you're opening, you know, a Tupperware or something like that, that sort of wet seal breaking. And the top of her head just slides off and lands on the ground. Give me an inside roll. Yeah, I should. <laughs> uh, that is a four, and I was at four. There's no way I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, no, you are still somehow holding it together. You're ju- you on the edge. I mean, that doesn't mean you're happy about the whole thing, but you're not <laughs> completely losing it. But what's making this harder, perhaps, is what what you can see inside as the top of the head falls off just the the empty cavity inside her skull the impossibly smooth rim where that that top just fell off uh huh I feel like I keep running into situations where I cannot fathom what I would possibly <laughs> do uh, uh, there's gonna be a scream uh of Horror. You want to do that for us, Chuck? Uh, I don't, but, um, okay. But he's a little unhinged. I'm still taking her with me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you taking the top of her head as well, or just... I yeah, am. Right. He, okay. I am going to grab <laughs> the... T- no, and I knew you were going to ask, and yes. <laughs> I, I was I'm just grabbing the, the top of the head as well, uh, and I'm going to... I'm gonna quickly put it back on like it's gonna stay, you know, like like no. it, you're okay, honey, you're okay. And then I just sort of grab her and run. Okay. Back where I think I came from, but well, obviously that doesn't go great. Well yeah, we'll find out where you end up in a moment. Let's sure. let's cut back briefly then to Mary. Let's So I you're not sure, Mary, how long you've been unconscious. Well, you're lying there on the the floor of this filthy shack. She did go to Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, as you come round, I mean, you, you try lifting your head up for a moment and you realise that it's half stuck to the floorboards, that there, there is congealing blood that has just pooled around your face and as you try to lift your head, there's just this... <laughs> As, as it kind of pulls away and, you know, yanks some of your hair out. Oh, my God. And, you know, the, 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 the crazed-looking man is still kneeling there looking at you, and, and, and also looking at you there, you can see... Uh, there's Maggie. She, she's looking at you, you know, just, again, on her knees, just staring at you. As, as you, you know, kind of open your eyes and start fighting back to consciousness, uh, she looks at you and says... Are you dead? No, sweetie. I don't think so. Oh. Yes, I th- I thought... Yes, it, it can be difficult to tell sometimes. I, I, I still need to understand these things. Yes, you, you do seem to be functional. Can I try to sit up again? Yeah. I assume the top of my head's been cut too, so we might as well find out if they're using it like a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, you you kind of push yourself up. Yeah, the top of your head is is still mercifully intact. You can feel that. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the that was left, not for sure. <laughs> the left side of your face is a bloody mess. I, you, you sort of hesitantly put your hand up, and you can feel that there 
isn't really much of your ear left anymore. Lovely. And, yeah, the, the, the rest of it just feels like minced meat. <sighs> the, 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 man, the man looks at you and says, oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't realise that you were friends of Maeve's and I, I, I should have known. I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I, I, look, don't, don't, don't tell the fairies what I did. They, they'll, they won't like it, they won't like it. Who are the fairies? The fairies out there, they in the woods. They, you know, they, the little people who live out there. In the, you know, they they live out there in the the fairy ring. You know, it's it's. I mean, it's like. Did, did you ever hear the story of Child Roland? Of course, you haven't heard the story of Child Roland, but it, it's like that. Except it's not a kirk; it's a fairy ring. And and you know, if you walk around three times, I mean, you you'll you'll be like uh, you'll be like Bird Allen, but and and you'll you'll end up in Fairyland. But it's it's not it's not a kirk, and it's not Fairyland. But it's just like that. I just want to leave. Please tell me how to get out of here. You just go, don't you? You, you go. I mean, you, she, she can take you and points at Maggie. She, she'll know the way. Can I follow Maggie? Can I do that? If you give an indication that you need help, you know, Maggie comes over and helps you to your feet. And she's got a, you know, as she grabs your hand and helps you up. You know, there is this, you know, eye and vice-like grip. Her, her skin, it feels a bit wrong. It's its sort of cold and clammy and waxy as, as you know, she, she's holding on to you. But she pulls you neatly up onto your feet. I mean, you're still dizzy. I mean, you can't see properly out of your left eye. You know, you, you, you know maybe your left eye's gone. You don't know. I'd like to leave now and not die. Okay. <laughs> Maggie, will you help me get out of the cabin? Where, where should we go? I, where do we go now? We just need to get home. Do you know the way home, Maggie? Is that is that the house just outside the woods? Yes, don't you remember? It's our new house. I, I, I know the way, she says. And she starts leading you by the hand. You know, this cold, clammy grip holding on. As she leads you out. Every now and then, when you feel dizzy and sway, she helps prop you up. And, yeah, she slowly starts leading you out of Hobbs Wood. Let's cut back to the uh, the father and son, the, McDo- <laughs> the McDonald's, uh, you know, after their little conflagration. So, you know, obviously... Bill is fairly crispy at this stage and in a hell of a lot of pain... You do have medical supplies back at the house, and yeah, but God knows Zeke's got plenty of that, you know, <laughs> that that patent medicine he's been selling, which you know is is obviously snake oil, but it's also a fairly effective analgesic. Somebody get me a, uh, a a carriage. We got we gotta get we gotta get him back. We gotta get him back to to. We gotta get him back. <laughs> one one of the the local farmers. Who's helping out with the bucket brigade? Uh, he sort of looks at the two of you, and you can see this look of almost pity on his face. Uh, and says, uh, uh, "Yes, I, I, I've got a cart." PC Thorburn, you know, comes across and says, "It's it's all right, Jimmy. I'll take them back. Just just let me use your cart, and I'll I'll take them back." Mister Thorburn, every, every wait, people are way too calm about. What is going on here? You're not 
the first people in Cullingston to... to have to try to understand these things. It's difficult on all of us, and when... when it all happened to me, I thought I would die. My... my wife, she... she wasn't strong enough. I... she... she took my shotgun and... well, and... and now... Annie is, is my responsibility and mine alone. What happened to Mr. Erskine's wife? She... I assume we are saying we are having this nice conversation as we load Bill onto a cart. Yes, uh, uh, poor Mara. I, she... <sighs> what happened to Lizzie all those years ago, that was... That was hard on her as well. And she never... She never learnt the lesson that... That I had to learn all that time back. Yeah, the the only way of of dealing with with what is what is coming, what is happening to you all, is you 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 have to try to love her as if she were your own. Bill, as soon as we get home, we are leaving. Is there is there a way to stop this? Thorburn? Uh, when... When the little people, the fairies, whatever you want to call them, when they... When they decide that they're going to take a child, you, you can try to stop them, but... Uh, if, if you get in their way, they'll... They'll destroy all of you. They'll kill all of you. They are cruel and merciless. If they want a child, they will take the child. Why Maggie? It's just what the fairies do. Every every three years, they they take another girl. I when when you bought Linty Farm, some people didn't want to sell it to you. Some of the people in the town, others knew. You have to understand that they're going to take someone and it's it's easier on us if if it's an outsider, if someone comes in, if they have a child they can take. We knew they were going to take someone this year and I'm I'm sorry, you know, it was it was going to be your child or one of the village children. Bastards I knew the price was too good to be true. <laughs> so you sacrificed my niece what you're telling me they took her we we did nothing i'm just silent for the rest of the the ride i have to think about this silence sounds pretty good to bill right now <laughs> and so zeke was carrying the body uh, of maggie out of the woods and so i think yeah, pretty much, actually, as the cart pulls up with PC Thorburn and Bill and Ollie. Well, you see, coming out of the woods, walking towards you, the absolutely blood-drenched form of Zeke. And he is absolutely soaked in blood and is carrying this small, limp figure in his arms. And you can see that there's something terribly wrong with the head. Zeke? Zeke... What happened to Maggie? Did I, how successfully did I put the top of her skull back on? Not even remotely. Okay, so I got to assume you guys can 
see what's going on there. Yeah, and I think I want everyone to make an inside roll. I rolled a two. All right, that is a, a four. Okay. So I'm I'm at I'm at four now. Okay. Maggie. What has happened? To, what 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 has happened to Maggie? I just dropped to my knees and set her down. I think at this point it's probably set in that uh, she's not <laughs> going to make it. <laughs> and then I am going to look and see if those needle marks are still on her. Oh, yes. Abdomen. Yes. I mean, they, they, they're scabbed over. They haven't healed, but you can see the mark of scabs around there. Okay. Rats, I was hoping this was some sort of fake. And and, and while you're doing all this, you know, well, you know, there's this shocked silence, and, you know, Bill is obviously lying, you know, drifting in and out of consciousness, covered in, in second and third degree burns. Family's doing well. Yeah, and Zeke and Ollie are just looking at this, you know, this this mutilated form. Then, a short while later, while you're all trying to process all this, you hear movement from the edge of the woods. I would like to listen and see if I can tell what's coming at us. Is yeah, it? it's footsteps. Can I footsteps. can I scan the the edge of the forest? Yeah, as Ollie is wont to do. Yeah, no roll necessary. Oh, you, you can see coming out through the trees. The first thing you see is the the very sort of bloody, <laughs> horribly damaged form of of Mary. I she, the the left side of her face just looks like it's been you know through some kind of meat tenderizer. Um, you know, her hair is matted in blood. There's blood soaked all into her dress. Yeah, her, her left eye is half out of the socket. Uh, there's there's just no trace of her left ear. Am I am I cool with this? No, no, no. I think you know, make an insight roll there. That's a six. I'm at five. Okay, <laughs> then it goes up, and I think you know, Zeke probably should as well, as this is your yeah, wife. Yeah, probably so. It is my wife. <laughs> that's that's a five. So now I'm up to five. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and I actually I think Bill should make this roll as well. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> a one. Yes. I rolled a one at last. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> she wasn't your favorite daughter, was she? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bill's eyes are pretty much welded shut, so he's not seeing much of this. <laughs> <laughs> but then you see that she's holding someone's hand and kind of walking out from behind a tree, you know, almost half propping her up. You see Maggie come out as well. You know, Maggie is walking out of the woods, sort of half holding her mother up. And 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 leading her towards you. And I also have Maggie. Yes, yeah, you're looking down at the the mutilated remains of your daughter. And, you know, this Maggie is walking towards you, leading, you know, your, your swaying wife with her, you know, her, her horribly damaged face. 
And, and this Maggie looks at you without any expression on her face and says, Is this where we live? I, Zeke, am going to run over there without saying hello to Maggie. <laughs> I'm going to run up to her and see if she also has the needle marks. And yeah, you, you you kind of open up her dress, and as you do so, you can feel her skin is is cold and clammy, and there are no marks on her stomach. And you look down, and there isn't even a navel there. There is no belly button. There's just this smooth, white, waxy skin. And she again in this flat voice, she says, "Are you trying to hurt me? Do you want to kill me?" Let's let's have an inside roll. L- let's. <laughs> Come on, no whammy. Okay, that's a two. I'm still holding on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, actually, I mean, Mary is obviously you know, a, a participant to all this, so I think you get to make an inside roll as well. Yeah, honey. <laughs> we inside roll as a family. I rolled four. Okay, and what's your insight at the moment? Five. Okay, so it stays on five. So you're all holding it together. So I'm at a five, which is what we would describe that as brink of madness. Yes, yeah, basically, yeah, one stiff breeze and you're toppling. And in an... Ah, I don't know if I want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say, at this point... What I was about to say was so unpleasant that I don't know if I can get it out of my mouth. Oh, go for it. (laughs) I, I think the situation warrants it, whatever it is. In order to reduce myself from a five, I need to destroy the evidence of my madness, right? Yep. And right or wrong, uh, Zeke is convinced this is not his daughter. Okay. Which means he would need to destroy his daughter, and I don't <laughs> like saying that. So, so, so what would Zeke attempting to destroy his daughter look like? I don't want... This is the path I didn't want to go down. Um, <laughs> I'm, reg- I'm full of regret right now. Uh, you stepped on that rusty hoe when you were walking over, maybe? You could use that. <laughs> We're going to start off with me screaming at her to be gone. And she just looks at you again with those blank eyes and says, Why are you angry at me? Have I done something wrong? Should I modify my behavior? What do you expect me to do? I grab Mary and I say, This is not our daughter. What do you mean it's not her? Of course it's her. Look at her. It's not. She do- It's not her. Look at her. Touch her. She's been with me the whole time. She helped me. If she's not Maggie, then where is Maggie? Well, about that. Um, don't look over there, but let's, she's not. I think, I think as you involuntarily look over there at the mutilated remains of your daughter's corpse lying on the ground, yeah. that, that's probably a good opportunity for Mary to make another insight roll. Uh-huh. I rolled a three, still hanging in there. Okay, yeah, you are still on the ropes. While all of this is happening, can Bill just do one more thing? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, Bill has some matches left. 
and he's rediscovered those in his coat pocket. The logical thing for Bill to do in his current condition is to burn the house down, I think. Okay. So while everyone else is out there in the garden, having this rather intense interchange, the the badly burnt form of Bill, uh, yeah, it, it, he, he pretty much has to peel himself off the cart, leaving bits of skin behind. And, and, you know, is limping over to the house. And, you know, while, while the rest of you are, uh, you know, having this discussion about, about Maggie and what all this means, you can start to smell smoke. And you can see flames now licking from the windows of the house behind you. We've only been here for like 24 hours, right? <laughs> We weren't crazy and burned this house down in a hurry. <laughs> the insurance claims investigator shows up immediately. <laughs> Mac- Mackie looks over, at, looks up at Mary and says, does this mean we need somewhere else to live now? I think so, sweetie. Ole is going to run in. Oh. Run in? Run in, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe quit saving your crazy father. <laughs> yeah. Well, this time, yeah, I don't think there's any saving him because as you run into the burning building, you realize that what has happened this time is that your father hasn't just gone around splashing lamp oil everywhere. What he's done is he's splashed the lamp oil all over himself, set himself on fire, and is now just staggering through the house, leaving trails of fire everywhere he's going. All right, I'm leaving. (laughs) Maybe grab a sandwich or some cake on the way out. Uh, And I yell at Maggie number two that she does not live with us. she, She pulls onto... You know, Mary's hand and looks up at Mary and says can I live with you? I say Mary this is not our daughter be gone demon <laughs> she's still holding out to your hand of course you'll live with us I like that <laughs> Ollie is just gonna go sit at the front of the driveway and just sit down and think He's he's got he's got a he he all he tries to process and put things together. That's why he was grilling Thorburn and I want Everly, but it's not Everly. I don't know why I want to keep calling him Everly. <laughs> Erskine. Erskine. Why he was grilling Ever Erskine and Thorburn. He's just gonna sit down and piece puzzles together and it just isn't clicking. Uh, but yeah, somehow as you're doing that, I mean, still echoing through your head, uh, you know, that those words of advice that Thorburn offered you on the cart ride back, which is you you need to love her as if she was your own. Is Thorburn gonna walk? Can can is Thorburn? Where is Thorburn? I mean, Thorburn is basically standing by the cart at this stage. He is just watching all this play out. I'm gonna go walk to Thorburn. Why do we need to love her? She 
will never let you go. She, she is yours. She's, she's going to be yours to bear now, or at least, you know, it points over it at Zeke and Mary, or at least theirs. They, they have to learn how to live with her. She won't let them go now. If they try, well, it might be dangerous. So, in an effort again to... I'm just going to get through this and not think about how unpleasant it is. (laughs) Uh, I'm at a five. In order to reduce my uh, sanity, I need to destroy... I still have that garden hoe. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you need to walk over towards the shed and pick it up. But yeah, yes. And then I'm gonna take a swing at fake Maggie. Okay. So yeah, I mean, while you're having this conversation uh, with PC Thorburn, and while Mary is standing there holding Maggie's hand, I mean, you see Zeke walk over to one of the outbuildings, just pick up a hoe, and then come back and just swing it at Maggie. Yeah, Maggie does not put up any resistance. I won't ask you to roll for this. The... Okay. The hoe comes down and just cuts open the side of her head. And you can see this white waxy skin part. And there underneath you can see something black and chitinous just wriggling inside. As, as it begins to seal up again. And give me an inside roll for a start. <laughs> That's a two. Okay, so, yeah, you have not managed to destroy her, but you have also not managed to go insane in the process. Cool. However, you do remember what I told you about the rules uh, for combat were at the very beginning of this. I do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Maggie looks at you, you know, almost in surprise as this, you know, white uh, waxy skin knits up on the side of her head. And, yeah, she, she, you know, grabs the hoe off you and without any emotion at all, by the rest of you just see her take the hoe and ram it through Zeke's throat. There is a gout of blood, his neck snaps back, his head snaps back. His body convulses for a few moments as she's holding the the hoe up, keeping the body propped up. And then the body just drops to the ground. And she just looks up at, at Mary and says, Will you look after me now? Yes, I'll take care of you, sweetie. And, and, uh, shall, shall we leave it there? Shadows in the sky Footsteps in the night Behind me Targets in their sight Running out of life to save me red moon on the rise 
What I would like is for those surviving members of the family, so that would be Mary and Ollie, to perhaps give me little coders of how you know, their lives progress from this point onwards now that you have <laughs> this very new and very different Maggie in your midst. I'm so glad I'm dead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like all he wants to do two things. He wants to run away, but because he has no tie to this. Yeah. Man, you are the worst uncle. But you didn't <laughs> let me say but. Dude, I'm your sister. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> let me say but. But <laughs> he doesn't want to leave Mary by herself. Well, I'm not living with you, so. <laughs> You're not? All right, well. Mary, actually, Mary, I want you to say first because. Yeah. Mary and the new Maggie end up settling in the town, living by themselves. Mary becomes the head teacher at the school. Mm. And fake Maggie and fake Lizzie become best friends, and that's just how they live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. That's kind of sweet. Well, I mean, you, you've quite often, I mean, you know, Lizzie quite often comes around and visits Maggie, and you hear them have these strange conversations where they will just stand in darkened rooms together, their mouths open, and they don't use words to communicate. There are these strange buzzing noises that just echo backwards and forwards and fill the air like a swarm of angry bees. But it seems to make them happy. If they're happy, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, as, as happy as they ever get, they never actually show any emotion. But <laughs> so Mary, Mary is basically in denial. Ol, Ol McDonald is going to talk to PC Thorburn, and I'm going to ask him one question. Mm. Are you happy? <laughs> he just looks at you, and, and he almost laughs for a moment. <laughs> happy. Does anyone here look happy? We live, we survive, we learn how to deal with this, we learn how to cope. But happy? There's, there's no happiness here. That's all I needed to hear. Old MacDonald, he's going to go to the farm where Mary is with a shotgun. Oh. Well, Mary's asleep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's going to put his sister out of her misery. Oh, God. And run away. You could have just run away without killing me. Damn you, Ollie. <laughs> well, because I feel... No, because I feel... Because I, I don't want... I don't want my sister to have to live this life. You're not giving her any agency to choose the life she wants. Yeah. Because I'm insane. Well, I think, actually, yeah, I mean, rather than just narrate this let's let's put this down to an opposed role yes <laughs> um because i think you know ev even if you're doing it while mary's asleep maggie never sleeps she she is going to want to protect her mother because there is so much more data she could gather from her from her mother's behavior and so yeah let's let's have that opposed role that's a three I rolled three as well, so we need to re-roll. The six. 
I rolled a three again. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the good news is, yeah, you do yeah, manage to blow your sister's head off. I mean, that's the good part. Um, that's the good news. <laughs> the good news, to clarify, was that you killed your sister. Yeah. I mean, the bad news is, I think, you know, on that six, uh, yeah, even in your, your state of heightened madness, you do, you know, just realize the full ramifications of what you've done here. That... Yeah, that, that, you know, this, this wasn't a mercy killing that, you know, you just murdered her in cold blood. So, I think that calls for an inside roll. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> then I think, you know, as the last surviving member of the family, then, you know, it, 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 as, as your mind goes, you know, we, we sort of leave it then, perhaps with this... Your image of this this young man and this this young girl traveling now on a steamer back towards the U.S. <laughs> so, you know, they, they're sitting there. They're they're holding hands in, uh, you know, across uh, a dining table. You know, obviously Maggie's not eating anything, but she is just staring intently at everything that's going on, and she says. Tell me again what things we will see in the new land. I have so much to report. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed or subscribe to ain't slayed nobody plus at apple podcasts nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber see our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers thank you and good luck out there <laughs>